What's going on, family? It's your boy Omar back with episode number two of the Boys Will Be Boys podcast. And I'm so excited to be doing this episode and just this podcast in general. As you know, those who might have listened to episode number one, that was an introduction episode. And so I wasn't really saying too much. Uh, I didn't want to kind of come out with uh, just kind of, you know, I wanted to kind of ease into this. And so I wanted to just come out with a little intro episode and just give a little reason why I started this podcast. Um, And again, it's to just start a community, build a community of men, um, you know, that are seeking to grow, seeking to develop, seeking to be better than they were yesterday and to learn from their own mistakes and the mistakes of others as well. And uh, I will definitely be sharing a lot of personal stuff. I'll be sharing stuff that I have been through, stuff that I've learned um, in my journey of manhood, uh, husbandhood, and for the little time I have in fatherhood. Um, But definitely, definitely, I'm so excited to be um, growing and learning with all of you guys. Um, Again, uh, there is an email address that I have that if you are interested in joining the community, uh, you can join the community and join the email list. And I'm looking forward to putting some stuff together, um, some virtual events and stuff. Of course, that's the trend nowadays. And so we can do some virtual events where we kind of get together and um, just just build community and connect with one another. And so you can hit my email at boyswillbeboyspod at gmail.com. Again, that's boyswillbeboyspod at gmail.com. All right, that's enough for the intro. Let's get into the episode. All right, so to start off the episode... Uh, I will be talking about sex and addiction. Ooh, yeah. Uh, episode number two, to kick off the, the podcast, I'll be talking about the topic of sex, which I think is a huge topic um, that affects literally the entire globe, let alone just men. Um, I think uh, sex is some, something that we need to talk about and something that we need to contextualize and we need to frame because I think there's been a lot of um, uh, opinions around the, the, the uh, topic of sex and not only just the topic itself but how it affects other areas of our life uh, as men and, as, and within the family context and, and marriage context so I think it's really important that we speak to that and uh, I just want to shed some light and what I believe is, is, the, is the right way and, and some uh, tidbits that I think can help frame uh, sex and how it can uh, be beneficial and healthy uh, as opposed to toxic and causing a lot of breakdown in our communities. All right, let's jump into it. Um, so family, sex is, uh, I think, is, is a foundational part of family. Of course, uh, from a natural perspective, from a biological perspective, none of us would be here if sex were never a thing. <laughs> uh, our parents decided to come together and have sex, and that's the reason why we were all born. And I think that it is um, so important as men um, to understand uh, who we are and, and how sex fits into our own lives. Uh, I think that you know men are the, the pillar of each family. And I think it's really important that as men, we understand how everything affects our life, right? You know, your finances are going to affect your life and, and uh, consequentially also your family. Um, you know, your mental health, your physical health, all of these things will affect you. And so I think it's so important that as well we understand and frame the topic of sex. It's been such a taboo topic for so long. You know, I'm a Christian. I grew up in the church. 
and for so many years it's been such a taboo topic and to be honest it still is a taboo topic in the church and i feel a lot of people are scared to talk about this subject that that um plagues so many because i feel that we are uneducated and we are not given good wisdom around this area of our lives and we end up making a lot of mistakes in our young in our young ages and that leads to um unhealthy patterns and unhealthy um thought patterns around sex and how and how we are to engage it in our lives and i think that that leads to so much more breakdown um in our community in families um in our own personal lives and so it's really important that we 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 can kind of nail this down right um you know i really believe it's important as men um that we we are understanding holistically of of how we impact the family i really believe again that the father the man is the head of the home he is the um not the uh, uh uh disciplinary not just the uh you know i what i say goes but he's the leader of the family and i think it's important that every leader must know their strengths their weaknesses and they must know how um they affect um what they are you know covering essentially what they are leading which is the family and you're also your marriage your wife in marriage as well so it's important um you know i really feel as if um the introduction of sex and the lack of um wisdom around this area has led to many men being um i'll say uh unprudent if that's a word <laughs> or or not careful enough uh, around the area of sex and so many of us you know as particularly within the black community not just the black community but i want to talk to the black community especially today um we we have we have um been very loose a lot of times with with you know our thing and throwing it out to as many women as possible and it's as if it's like a badge of honor uh to wear this this award for the most women slept with you know and i think that that's a very dangerous thing and the reason why i think that's very dangerous is because you devalue yourself as a man you you devalue yourself as a human being I think it's so important that we recognize that when you lay down with someone to have sex with them, you know, you are literally connecting with that person in so many more ways than just one. Um, you know, I'll talk about myself here a little bit. Uh I I'm a Christian, like I said before, uh, I wasn't always living the way that I should have been as a Christian throughout my teen years. Um but definitely the Lord, let's I'll just say the Lord kept me throughout my teen years, throughout those wild years where all hell could have broken loose and i could have potentially had baby mothers you know um you know let's just say that the lord really kept me <laughs> um and so when i you know and even coming from this talking about this topic and and saying what i'm going to say i i no means i'm trying to uh belittle anyone that might have had sex before marriage or anything like that or trying to um position myself as uh a superior because I've not fallen into the same sin or anything like that you know uh I'm just simply sharing what I think is best for our community and so um anyways after uh, let's let's move on from that caveat but again uh I I was a virgin until I was married I did not have sex until I was married um again I can tell you a funny story about myself um you know it's funny now <laughs> but uh there is this one girl in high school who I guess was really liked me. You know, I I was really uh, super buff in high school. I was like a football player, a rugby player, a super fit. Uh those from my high school shout out Bramley Secondary School. You you remember those days uh back in uh was it the late 2000s, I guess. Um 
just before the 2010 era. Uh, yeah, like it was, it was uh, you know, high school was a jungle. I'll just say that and leave it there. But uh, there was a one girl who, you know, really liked me. And I remember she was like pushing me to have sex. And, and I was like really shook. And so we ended up going back um, to, oh man, my mom and dad might be listening to this. Anyways, mom and dad, hey, secrets are out now. <laughs> but anyways, I'll continue the story. Uh, we ended up going back to my house and took her to my room. She was like insisting on going to, hey, like, you know, let's go, let's go upstairs to the room. And so... I was like, okay, whatever. This is what guys are supposed to do, right? Like, guys are supposed to have sex. When girls are coming onto them, they're supposed to be loose. They're supposed to just take whatever comes, right? And so I went to, we went to the room, and so I was like a deer in headlights, honestly. In my mind, I was, my heart was palpitating. My mind was racing, and I didn't even know what to do. Like, and I remember she started kind of, you know, caressing me and stuff like that, and I literally had no clue what to do. I, I froze. And so uh, when I say I froze, if you know what I mean, when I say I froze, fellas, I froze. <laughs> and so nothing ever happened. And so I think that was like the only time uh, that, you know, I came, I came the closest to having sex before marriage. And I thank God that it didn't happen because, you know, um, again, like I'm saying, there's so many things that happen when you do have sex and you are intimate with an individual um, you know, you're connected to that person physically, but also mentally and emotionally. You know, you took a path to get to that point of having sex with that individual. And so you connected with them, you spoke sweet words to them, you shared ideas, you shared peace of your heart and who you are with that individual. And now, you know, it's just like that, you know, you had sex and maybe it, you had had one time and that was it, or maybe you had it multiple times and it was a, a regular thing for you guys. Um, but, you know, if it's not within the context of marriage and you are basically joining yourself to someone you have decided not to commit to and you've, de you've decided to basically devalue yourself by giving yourself away to someone um, just for the season or just for one night or even one day or whatever. And I think that is really detrimental because not only do you have this person in your memory forever now, um, even if you do, on, do go on to get married, um, and have your own family and have children, um, but that person has you in mind as well. And I think that it's important that, you know, um, and, 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 so, and so that person has you in their mind as well. And I think that that can lead to um, you as a man, especially in the area of marriage or even single, trying to do the right thing, trying to move forward, trying to, you know, be focused in your life. And uh, it can lead to so, many so much temptation, right? And I think that, you know, I'll lead into this as well, um, where, where it becomes, and I think I'll also talk about the fact that it, it can be draining, right? Although I'm a virgin before marriage, uh, I, I was definitely addicted to pornography and masturbation for a long period of my life, I'll say. And I, I know I'm not the only man to, to say, to have gone through that. Um, you know, pornography and masturbation seems to be something that really, really, really haunts a lot of a lot of us. And it's something that, um, you know, whether you're Christian or non-Christian, like you, you definitely have to face this um, demon. And it, it really is a struggle for a lot of men. And I think that it's so draining. You know, I remember a lot of times being in front of the computer or whatever and, and doing the nasty and, and, and just feeling so... Um, displeased with myself and feeling so uh, like, you know, oh, you gave into the temptation. 
And it's funny that, you know, I've seen a lot of people online, even non-Christians, feel the same way about this act. And, you know, it, it just goes to show that as human beings, as men, like, this is not what we're designed to be doing. We're not, de- we're not designed to just be throwing ourselves at, at, you know, anyone just for sexual pleasure. You know, sexual pleasure um, is not the end-all, be-all of our lives. And I feel as, as young people, it's been so paramount and that's how it's like i guess branded in our lives that we take it as paramount we take it as something so important that we have to uh, make sure like you know as a guy if you haven't gotten laid as a single man for you know months or whatever it's like it's a laughing thing like you laugh at that you know because oh yeah you ain't got no game or anything like this and it's like that's the whole point of it like you are running games as a grown man to try to get women to lay with you in your bed and i think that is so draining that is so draining and i think that it it really does affect the community because now as men if we're not focused on um building our own lives and instead of running games on women that we should be treating with respect and treating with these women who you know we should be treating as potential partners like we should be valuing them we should be upholding them on a pedestal on a pedestal and really really consider the fact that you know this is someone's daughter and this is someone's future wife this is someone's sister this is someone's niece or cousin uh, and and you know it's it's when you think of the community that way it really really helps you to put into perspective how we treat each other and 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 not only that but how you also treat yourself because we have to treat ourselves with respect we have to be um try to keep ourselves intact and be a whole human being and so it's it's interesting that we think that we can go into marriage um you know having slept with all these different partners and now you have committed yourself to one individual when you've built a life and you've built a pattern throughout so many different years of sleeping around, searching for different women to sleep with and being open to the idea of laying down and giving yourself away to many individuals now to come into uh, a pattern of giving yourself to one individual for the entirety of your life. It is damaging and it is a broken mindset it's a broken i guess you can call it system that we've created in our community and i really think it 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 haunts the black community you know you think about single mothers you know that is not the way that we are to be building our community and building families especially in the black community um you know i recently got married a couple years ago and just even more recently became a father and you know a lot of times my wife and i you know dealing with our son like it's challenging like with two parents alone with one child it is so draining it is so challenging it is so tiring you have to work you have to take care of yourself you have to you know put your own mind at ease and and try to maintain your own hobbies and your own interests while also taking care of a whole other human being who's the most demanding you know anytime he needs to eat anytime he needs uh, affection you know he doesn't like being by himself he's at that age now where he's super young and just wants mom and dad all the time you know it's super challenging and my wife and i always say to each other like how could i could you imagine yourself being a single parent having to take care of our son and we we're both like yeah nope <laughs> that's not a thing like that is crazy but it just goes to show how you know there's a special design there is a unique and specific design for relationship and for human beings and for child rearing and that is a man and a woman coming together to procreate and have children and to build a family and 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 a legacy 
to, to, to be honest, for the future. And I think that that has been thwarted and we have, we have become such a broken community, the black community, and we suffer. And not only is it beneficial to raise a child with a mom and a, and a dad in the home, but it's also financially beneficial as well. So I know the conversation sometimes goes that, you know, uh, it's even better for single mothers because, you know, when your household income is lower, you get more of a tax credit from the government. But, um, you know, if you only look at the financial aspect of it, now you're missing out on a father figure in this individual's life and in this child's life. And, you know, uh, some women maybe just want to stay away from the father just because it's easier for them to get more money from the government. Or, you know, a lot of men will stay away because it's a lot of financial responsibility and you're just like dump, you feel like you're just dumping money into a family and a kid and it's like, I could be doing something else with this money. And then I honestly think that, you know, the secular perspective and the secular opinion on the topic of sex is, is super unhealthy and it leads to, um, you know, a lot of toxicity in our communities. And I think that's where a lot of generational curses will start. I think that's where a lot of, you know, um, behavioral patterns and, and, and think the way that we think about certain things in our life, like it, it just it's causes such a breakdown in the family and consequentially in the community. And I think that if we can correct this, you know, by helping people, helping ourselves as men, the leaders of our community, the leaders of our homes, the leaders of our family, if we can correct this and really begin to discipline ourselves, you know, as Christian men and as non-Christian men, as we come together as a community of men to just begin to discipline ourselves and change the framework of how we think about sex and, and what it means to have sex and how we engage in sex and the significance of sex in our lives, um, I think it's it will change the trajectory of our communities. Listen, I am not saying to not have sex at all. That's not what I'm saying, man. Like, being a married man uh, and finally having sex for the first time two years ago with my wife, it was like the portals of heaven opened and the light of the Lord, the face of God has shone on me, okay? Listen, sex is a beautiful thing. But the ramifications of sex when outside of the context of marriage, the way that God had designed it, that can lead to so many um, broke, that can lead to so much brokenness. And it, and it does lead to so much brokenness. And we see the effects of it in our communities. And so I think it's so important that uh, we as men uh, are, are, are um, very, very disciplined and we understand our role in the family and how, and also the role that sex plays in our lives, because it can also, it can lead, if not controlled, if not bridled, it can lead to sexual addiction, it can lead to um, devaluing ourselves. it can lead to us connecting and pouring out ourselves to so many individuals who have no right to be in our life in the first place. Um, it can break down our, 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 the way that we think about sex, the way that we think about women, the way that, it, consequentially, if you end up getting married, the way that we think about our wives and how we treat them, you know, how we treat our daughters, our nieces, our family members, I think it's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. It's so, it's so important that we as men are able to really, really um, take responsibility for ourselves first. I think that is where healing begins, when everybody decides to take responsibility for themselves first. I think once we can do that, then we can now begin to start healing. We can now begin the journey toward wholeness, and we can now begin to build a stronger and a better 
community. All right. Um, this is it for this podcast. Um, if you feel like this uh, topic resonated with you, if there's anything that I said that really, really you connected with, please reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, send me a DM on my Instagram. Uh, I know in the first episode, I said that my Instagram was my personal Instagram, which is fine. If you want to follow me on my personal Instagram, please do go ahead. Um, but I did start an Instagram page specifically for this podcast, and it is called BWBB Podcast. Uh, I did try to use the boys will be boys, but it was all taken and even all the variations. So I tried to be creative with this one and, you know, I, the, the, the best I could come up with and what Instagram allowed me to have was BWBB podcast. So uh, hit me up on Instagram and uh, let me know how this ep- how episode two affected you. Let me know if you connected with anything. Let me know if anything really resonated with you. And if you feel like you're struggling with anything at all, please also do let me know. I would love to be able to chat with you and see if there's any way that I can personally help you. And if there's anything that's beyond me, I would love to be able to point you to any resources that I'm aware of and connect you with anyone that can be able to help you on a professional level. Um, But yeah, man, God bless you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. And if you think this is a valuable topic and anything I said was valuable in this, please make sure to share it with a a brother, um, with a father, with an uncle, with a cousin who you love and adore. All right, God bless you, and I will see you on episode three. Peace. Love you guys.